I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The Liberals and Conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah. When we have the commissioner of the RCMP here to answer questions, and we have the cover-up coalition do what they do, and they adjourn the meeting before the commissioner even read his statement. And so I can tell you that um, we came here to work, meeting notice was given, and they, uh, they are um, walking out of the room. There they go, they actually ran. They ran from the room. That was Conservative Michael Barrett, who was part of that committee meeting. They were about to sit down and interview the top brass of the RCMP, and Liberals said, nope, you're not going to ask any questions about why they stopped this investigation into SNC and if the Prime Minister was being looked at for obstruction of justice. Tom Korski joining us, managing editor of Black Locks Reporter. Were you, uh, I, I, I thought of you because I thought for sure Tom's in that room, right? Commons Ethics Committee, that's right, Alex. It was probably the last chance this Parliament to get to the bottom of the entire SNC level in business. You and I have discussed many times that corporation had poll in high places like nobody's business. The RCMP not interested in getting a search warrant to find documents that were withheld in determining whether there was obstruction of justice. Everyone knows there was 49 contacts, 49, mm. involving the prime minister's office, phone calls and meetings to help them out. They when had they direct lines. <laughs> broad charges. Oh, the, the, like, you, you can't get speed dial. better connections. It, it, their connections were so good that cabinet literally rewrote the criminal code for SNC-Lavalin. That's a fact. They focus grouped it. They rewrote the code to allow out-of-court settlements with corporations. Didn't work in Lavalin's case. They had to plead out uh, fraud charges and uh, agree to a quarter billion dollar fine. But uh, if we ever get to the bottom of this, I think we will. Not this parliament, not with this gang. Yeah, but you know, uh, there's something to, to be said about transparency, and, and there's something to about you know to be said about accountability, and it's just becoming possible. They they got that uh, committee, they blocked it, and it really I think was probably the only way of getting um, information out. I mean, because we got the documents through Democracy Watch, they they got documents, and obviously something was looked into, and they just don't want it to be looked into. No, it was the last chance. Uh, four people resigned for the love of God. Two cabinet officers, a, a senior advisor to the prime minister, and the head of the public service resigned over this Lavalin business. I understand that for government caucus members, there's nothing to be gained about this except integrity in government. And, and what they won't accept is... And I, I think there are government caucus members who know this, albeit not on the Commons Ethics Committee. Public cynicism is rational and unprecedented now. A rational person can only conclude you can buy your way out of trouble in Ottawa. It's that raw, Alex. Or you just put the right people in the committee. because And, I, and this was reported a few days ago by you guys, but I wanted to make sure that people knew about this because they also voted against looking into how that Nazi ended up in Parliament. Hell, like, remember yeah. all the, the despair and the disgust of how this happened. We've got to get to the bottom of it. And then, like, they just say, no, we're not going to look into it. So there's not going to be any accountability on that. No, you know. no. 
No, no. It's it's embarrassing. Uh, The the Nazi tribute, you know, national hero, this guy, Waffen-SS member presented to the House of Commons as a Canadian hero, quote-unquote, by his MP, then-Speaker Tony Rhoda. The saddest part of this is there was, after this international embarrassment, an emphasis on would cabinet at long last release the 1985 mm-hmm. yeah. war crimes commission report that named 20 nazi fugitives that got into canada the answer was we're looking at it that was almost a month ago so is that where we stand like you can't even release ancient war criminal records that date back to 1950 so we're going to keep a lid on that. We're going to keep, you know. That's all That's all the Jewish groups asked for. Can we just get the list of names? Just, and they're not going to. And that's all they wanted. That's it. Yeah. So there you go. There, there's, um, you know, we've got a very spotty history on this uh, issue. And certainly it's, you know, an ironic time. I would say, but, you know, oh, no, it's, symbolically. It's, yeah, no, no, it's, it's infuriating it and is. despairing. It Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then, and this is something like, how is this a thing? They've also rejected a public inquiry into the federal pandemic management. <laughs> how do they get, so how does this thing, how do they get that control? I mean, we're talking oh, like the country was nearly destroyed. We lost more money than I, I can even pronounce. Clearly, something went wrong, and they're not going to allow anyone to look into it. It's no, no. On this one, you laugh or you cry. Oh. The, there, there was a private liberal bill, which is an odd way to approach the subject, sponsored by Nathaniel Erskine Smith, Beaches East York, running for the leadership of the Ontario Liberal Party. Oh, completely I know. uninterested now. And his bill said, you know, we're not going to have a public inquiry. We're going to have kind of a closed door bull session with advisors to the Minister of Health. And and maybe we'll issue a news release after a couple of years. Well, there were MPs in the House of Commons at the time. So you're kidding me, right? So over 50,000 dead, the economy driven into a recession, Parliament outspent what we did in World War II. If that doesn't justify a public inquiry, long story short, NDP motion to have a public inquiry voted down. Conservatives walked away. They abstained. They said, you know what? This whole thing is a mess to hell with it. So you're right. So what they want to do is they want to get you in a room and they want to feed you with a cup and a spoon and they're going to tell you how great everything is. It's water soup. Just put a stone in it and it'll taste awesome, right? It's, I, I agree. That's where we are. It's crazy. So it's like Nazis, a, yeah. pandemics, recession, no, <laughs> corporate corruption, nothing justifies transparency. That's where we are. Can we at least find out how federal agents allowed thousands of, of foreigners who had no business being here? Can you, can you answer that, how they got into this country on a program that had already failed previous audit, audits? Like, for, how, for how audits. is... <laughs> for, for Canada Border Services Agency, temporary, temporary residence permits for people who have no business being in Canada. These are permits to be issued in extraordinary circumstances. 
for instance, I um, I find myself at Pearson Airport. I'm from Ukraine. I don't want to immigrate to Canada. I just can't go back home right now. Extraordinary. Yeah. Here's your temporary permit. Well, they did this thousands of times, and then they lose track of these people. Where are they? They don't know. They can <laughs> access Medicare and social services. And as you mentioned, Alex, this program has failed four previous audits. How many times do you have to get the stick before CBSA management, they're all making six figures and getting Christmas bonuses, will say, we better wake up. Well, that's not going to happen. Do you think there's going to be an investigation on this? Why would you waste time <laughs> on that? No, it'll be a, we don't need this. But again, how do you have people, then you get the resentment, right? We have very generous immigration policies, but it's when people start to see this, they say, well, hold on, hold on a second. We're being taken advantage of. We're being put, taken, put at risk. And especially at a time like this, Tom, when we've got Hamas, you know, trying to wipe out Jews across the planet, who knows who's come into this country? You know, maybe no. wanting to carry out their stuff, but of course... No, they just... are taking... Yeah, it's not, but it's not a conspiracy theory. They are taking advantage of you. you. You are paying for social services these people will enjoy, and no one even knows where they are or what they do. You know, in the majority of cases, Canada Border Services Agency doesn't even have an address for these people. They give you a card, and you drive away from the airport. <laughs> that's, that's the plan. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's some plan. Yeah, you have to laugh or I would cry on these bi-weekly visits. Um, thanks, Tom, I think. Appreciate it. At least we got you guys. You're welcome, Alex. There we go. Keeping them accountable every step of the way, that is Blacklock's reporter. But yeah, that, that's just crazy. No inquiry into COVID? That nah, just goes away. None of your business. None of our business.